Hello, all you Bible study diehards. We're moving through the law here, through Leviticus, and you see, and it's repeating some of the history. It's repeating the law, and we're getting more insights into the law here. So here we are, moving ahead into chapter 11. We're going to do 11 and 12, 12 being the short chapter. Okay, uh, these beasts, what can be eaten and what cannot be eaten, and the same with fishes, of course. Christ said that uh, it's not what goes in your mouth, it's the words that come out of your mouth, that come out of your heart, that defileth a person. But uh, the creeping things that are clean and unclean, and as I said, this has to do with the Canaanites and what they worshipped and what they uh, considered sacred on their side of the fence there in Egypt etc okay so in 11 here it says and the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron saying unto them speak unto the children of Israel saying these are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Okay, now remember as we look at that that when they first came out of Egypt they said, hey, whatever your soul lusteth after. See? But they hadn't had their barrage of backsliding yet. Okay? Uh, as the Lord said, these ten times you've murmured against me. See? In uh, the first one being that terrible first big one was that terrible calf Molech that Aaron manufactured for them and then lied and said it popped out of the fire okay so but anyway here it is and now they have to be taught the difference between the clean and the unclean here in two in three whatsoever part of the hoof and is cloven footed and cheweth the cut among the beasts that shall ye eat. In four, nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the hoof, as the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof. He is unclean unto you. And again, you know, that foot that God designed was to walk on top of the uh, loose uh, firmament of the earth like the sand uh, the uh, rounded hoof uh, floats across the uh, sand and allows him not to get stuck and bogged into loose earth like for instance sand okay uh, and he is unclean here to eat Okay, in five it says, And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean to you. Seven, and the swine, though he divide the hoof, and he cloven, and he, and be cloven footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean to you. 
All right. And again, you can see there that the swine's flesh was used in the face of the Lord in their ceremonies. It just is. I mean, uh, it's a close to uh, human flesh, pigs. And uh, it's an unclean animal uh, because it's used in the pagan rituals, folks. All right. So there's that. So he's unclean to you. In 8 it says, Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. In 9 it says, These shall ye eat of all that are in the waters. Whatsoever hath fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, them shall ye eat. And all that have not fins nor scales in the seas and in the rivers, of all that move in the waters, of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall be an abomination unto you. And, and remember, these people not only worshipped the, uh, everything was, uh, it was pantheism. Everything had a spirit. It was a god and, uh, but a lot of the creatures they uh, worshipped also. They worshipped God's creation over the Creator at times. Alright, 11. They shall be even an abomination unto you. Ye shall not eat of their flesh, but you shall have their carcasses in abomination. Okay, and that's 11. In 12, whatsoever hath no fins nor scales in the waters, that shall be an abomination unto you. And again, this, all this didn't have to be happening if they just would have obeyed. And we just went through this. All you got to do is scroll back to see that when they left Egypt. 13 is a new paragraph. And these are they which ye shall have in abomination among the fowls. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle and the ostrich and the osprey. 14 and the vulture and the kite after his kind. Every raven after his kind. And 16 and the owl and the nighthawk and the cuckoo and the hawk after his kind. 17 and the little owl and the cormorant and the great owl and the swan and the pelican and the gear eagle and the stork the heron after her kind and the lapwing and the bat. All fowls that creep going upon all four shall be an abomination unto you. 21. Yet these may ye eat of every flying, creeping thing that goeth upon all four, which have legs above their feet, to leap withal upon the earth. Even these of them ye may eat. The locust after his kind, and the bald locust after his kind, and the beetle after his kind, 
and the grasshopper after his kind. But all other flying creeping things which have four feet shall be an abomination unto you. 24. And for these ye shall be unclean. Whosoever touches the carcass of them shall be unclean until the even. 25. And whosoever beareth aught of the carcass of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And again, there's ritual things here that, that we're not seeing that the God, that God Almighty knows about. That the, that the, uh, the Canaanites who are steeped in the mysteries of Babylon, they uh, do a lot of these things, okay, notice, until even. Now, is there uh, something to do with their rituals? Well, yes, indeed. They have, in the Canaanite religion, they have every type of ungodly, stupid ceremony as they think they're so wise. And much of it is involved with the creeping things, as they're called here, of the earth. They just are. Including sacrificing the animals. Uh, in other words, they didn't break the neck, okay? They tortured the animal to death so that it would create fear in that animal because the fallen angels what thrive on fear that's why God said fear not fear not because it's an abomination to fear anything but God Almighty all right all right it's an abomination to fear starving it's an abomination to fear uh, the world government it's the, an abomination to fear other than God Almighty, it is it's a sin to fear anybody but him who can cast soul, can kill, and then kill the spirit in hell. He sure can. Double dead. Okay, in 26, the carcasses of every beast which divideth the hoof and is not cloven-footed, nor cheweth the cut, are unclean unto you. Every one that toucheth them shall be unclean. 27. And whatsoever goeth upon his paws among all manner of beasts, beasts that go on all four, those are unclean unto you. Whoso toucheth their carcass shall be unclean until the even. Capital E. And he that beareth the carcass of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even, capital E, they are unclean unto you. 29 is a new paragraph. These are also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth. The weasel, capital W, and the mouse, M, and the tortoise after his kind. That's capital T on that. Now, why do they capitalize those? Those are names of these animals. Names many times as they are today. They're capital. Okay. All right. In 30. And the ferret. Capital F. And the camel. Uh, the chameleon. The chameleon, and that's a capital C, and the lizard, capital L, 
and the snail, capital S, and the mouse. The mouse, the mole. The mole. Yeah, the mole, the uh, earth dweller, the digger, the blind little creature that digs the holes and digs up your yard. The mole, capital M. These are unclean to you among all that creep. Whosoever doth touch them, when they be dead, shall be unclean until the even, capital E, period. 32, and upon whatsoever any of them, when they are dead, doth fall, it shall be unclean, whether it be any vessel of wood, or rendiment, or skin, or sack, whatsoever vessel it be, wherein any work is done, it must be put into washer, and it shall be unclean until the even, so it shall be cleansed. You see, and there's uh, teachings going on in this that have to do with the mystery school of Babylon slash Egypt slash Canaan that we're just not privy to. They do all kinds of ungodly things with animals and they have their sacred animals like their sacred giants and Nephilim and yet they mixed breeds and they and a lot of these uh, animals were worshipped in their earth their Gaia worship. 33 and every earthen vessel whether into any of them falleth whatsoever is in it shall be unclean and ye shall break it Okay, how about that? And all this is so that they can separate the clean from the unclean, right from wrong, left from right, and the goats from the sheep. 34. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which such water cometh shall be unclean, and all drink that may be drunken, every such vessel shall be unclean period. And all drink that may be drunken, every such vessel shall be unclean. So it literally the very vessel that hold, held the water. 35. And every thing whereupon any part of their carcass falleth shall be unclean, whether it be oven or ranges for pot they shall be broken down, for they are unclean, and shall be unclean unto you. Okay. One of the uh, slam dunk things is the pig. To give you an example of what I'm saying. Swine was used in their ceremonies. Okay, it was sacrificed. Look at the book of Maccabees. Look at, look at what Antiochus was doing. Look at the uh, God-fearing uh, old-timers that wouldn't eat the swine that paid with their life and said, no, I'll, I'll, I won't do it. It's against God's law. Look at the thousands of the swine that the demons wanted to go into. The, the legion asked Christ, let us go into the swine. See, and down they went over the cliff and they were choked. Okay, see that's a good example, the pig. Now, we're free from the law. We are. 
However, you can't deny the fact that this pig has always been used in the occult, in the ceremonies, the drawing down of the fallen angels by ritual magic there in Canaan. So God's, um, I realize that much of this is not healthy. Pig meat is not always healthy. No, it isn't. It can be, uh, uh, too much of it is unhealthy. No doubt about that. However, there's another level of this. It has to do with the ceremonial magic that is worshipped by the Canaanites, by the Hittites, the Jebusites, the uh, Perizzites. Okay? Anyway, 36, the number of black keys on the keyboard. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit wherein there is plenty of water shall be clean, but that which toucheth their carcass shall be unclean. And if any part of their carcass fall upon any sowing seed which is to be sown, it shall be clean. But if any water be put upon the seed, and any part of their carcass fall thereon, it shall be unclean unto you. 39. And it sh if any beast of which ye may eat die, he that toucheth the carcass thereof shall be unclean until the even. Notice this, until the even. Capital E on the even. Okay, so that when that sun goes down, you're free. Very interesting, and that ties right into the rituals, folks. Sun up to sundown. And he that eateth of the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. He also that beareth the carcass of it shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the even. And every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly and whatsoever goeth upon all four or whatsoever hath more feet among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, them ye shall not eat, for they are an abomination. 43. Ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creepeth. Neither shall ye make yourselves unclean with them, that ye should be defiled thereby. And folks, that does have to do with their ritual magic of Canaan. It just does. 44 it says, For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God, capital G, 
Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. 46. This is the law of the beasts and of the fowl and of every living creature that moveth in the waters and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth to make a difference between the unclean and the clean and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. Now we have this very short chapter, chapter 12, and this is the purification of women after childbirth. Her offerings for her purifying also are in uh, verse 6. So we'll just stick this right here, if that's alright with all you studiers. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, if a woman have conceived seed and born a man-child, then she shall be unclean seven days, according to the days of the separation. For her infirmity shall she be unclean. Notice here the difference. In, it's the seven and eighth day here. I told you that's finality and the number of new beginnings here. Listen to this in three. And in the eighth, in the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. And she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying be fulfilled. Now, 33. And how many days did Christ live on the earth? Well, it was 33 years. At 30 years, he uh, stopped doing the uh, carpentry and started what they call his ministry. But actually, he started that really early on, if you want to know the truth, uh, as a child even, going about his father's business, remember? Okay, uh, so 33 days. Five, it says, but if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean two weeks. Okay, that's 14. Two sevens, also holy, as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying Three score and six days. So that's what? Sixty-six days. That's double for the maid child. In six it says, And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of first year for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering unto the door of the tabernacle, capital T, of the congregation, capital C, unto the priest. Seven, that great fulfillment number in God's holy modal system. Who shall offer it before the Lord? 
This is the priest. And make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that hath born a male or a female. Innate that number of new beginnings, we start over the Shabuel. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtles or two young pigeons. The one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her. And she shall be clean. Again, uh, like I said, when they first left Egypt, uh, it was really simple. All they had to do is obey his voice and uh, they could eat whatever they wanted. And in the last days, uh, we are free from the law. It's not that uh, that makes uh, any of this null and void. Remember, these animals are all over their pictatorials, all over their idols, all over their obelisks. And there's meaning to all of it on the uh, bad side, on the other side of the fence, on Lucifer's side. And we don't have to know all of that. There's no reason not to know that. Uh, we're not going to get bogged down with that, though. I don't need to get into all their uh, occult doctrines and magic books. and uh, I, I, We don't need that here at the table. However, we will go into that when it's presented, and especially when it affects the uh, infiltrators that want to come in here and spoil everything with their occult doctrine and therefore we got to know something in other words we got to obey Christ when he said to be wise as the serpent in other words we have to know the ploys of the occult people and uh, and to be gentle as doves in other words we're not winning this battle right now with the sword uh, vengeance belongs to the Lord and he is certainly going to do that Okay, so here's these two chapters, and we're going to continue on here in the law all the way. It's the 27th, uh, 27 uh, chapters here in Leviticus, and we're going to be doing some uh, almost every day here, and we're going to continue on uh, through Leviticus, and I hope that it's not getting uh, getting you down there where it's boring or anything like that for you. Um, it's important or it wouldn't have been repeated this many times here in the Bible. So, with that in mind, I'll catch you now.